a crew in Mexico, and um, Josh is one of those in the crew. So uh, things are going to be a little bit different tonight. Um, this is going to be a uh, it's going to be an unplugged night. I'm going to play the guitar. No, uh, we're we're going to have a time of just bragging on Jesus tonight. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's always fun to do those, uh, and it feels like it's been a little bit. But uh, this is a situation where we we want to make sure that um, we bring to attention what God has done over this past year um, and really welcome in uh, the, the new year, welcome in the new year and, and the blessings that God has in store for us. Um, I just want to read a little bit of scripture to you. Um, throughout Psalms, I guess um, David definitely had his ups and downs, um, but it's so much fun for me, I guess, um, to see those times when he's just rejoicing, when he's just praising the Lord. And um, Psalm 150, it reads, uh, <laughs> and, and a lot of these start off and end the same way. It says, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heaven. Praise him for his mighty works. Praise his unequaled greatness. Uh, and we'll stop there just for a second. I guess as we go through stuff, the good and the bad, um, I don't know, ups and downs, whatever you want to call it, it's cool to see his hand and, and how he takes care of things, uh, to really look at and watch his unequaled greatness uh, or his greatness that is equaled by none. And I think that's something that we need to make sure that we don't, we don't forget to see where he's brought us, see what he's brought us through. Again, with the, with the hard parts and, and learning how to trust in the Lord, learning how to seek his face. Uh, I'm going to continue to read. Praise him with the blast of the ram's horn. I apologize for not having one of those tonight. Uh, praise him with the lyre and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dancing. Uh, Taylor Vernon's going to do that later on. Praise him with strings and flutes. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with loud clanging cymbals. Let everything that breathes sing praises to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, and again, it starts off, praise the Lord, exclamation point, and it ends the same way. Uh, so I'm just going to share a little bit real quick about what God has done in my life over this past year. And um, if you want to share or if you plan on sharing or whatever, I would ask that you just kind of come have a seat on the first row uh, while I guess that's the on-deck row, we'll call it. Uh, so whoever's next can come up here, and I'll just kind of get out the way. Uh, you could just, I don't know. I want it to be kind of relaxed, I guess, and just kind of chill and, and just share with us what God, God has done. Um, I guess uh, maybe a year and a half ago, uh, I had... <laughs> I guess lost my job here at, at Parkview, and I knew that I knew that it was going to be tough, but I know I didn't know how tough it was going to be. Uh, I coach wrestling, and I taught Bible here, and I guess for those of you who know me, you know that wrestling is a big part of my life, because um, I like to legally beat the mess out of people, 
Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't. I'm, I was a joke. That's a bad one. But anyway, it, it was a lot of transition, a lot of transition. Um, it wasn't fun to take that step to walk away from a team that I had been a part of for a long time. Uh, my brother worked here or still still works here. And I enjoyed that so much. Um, so emotionally, I had a lot of ties here. And it was hard. And um, later on, I guess, in that first semester that I was out, uh, my dad went to the hospital, had some complications, and ended up having to have uh, quadruple bypass surgery. Um, I was, again, didn't have a job, kind of looking for some something. Uh, and it was just constantly, constantly tough, you know. It was probably the toughest year of my life. And I guess to kind of skip through some things, um, the next May I started a new job, like a summer job, working for Orkin, uh, selling pest control door-to-door. And I don't know if you could tell, but I'm I'm probably not the nicest-looking guy, maybe. (laughs) Uh, When you knock on the door and... I have to scream through the window because they won't open it. Uh, it's a little discouraging at times, but uh, I don't know. Just I, I was in a hotel room for probably about 12 weeks, and away from friends, away from family, and uh, and it was pretty miserable for the first three weeks. I was like, "All right, God, <laughs> tough year. Now I'm doing this. I'm in a hotel room." is not fun, and uh, then he began to kind of just reveal why, bless you, uh, why why I was there, and it, it really just came back to fundamentals. I'm always talking to my guys about fundamentals, taking care of the little things, and uh, in the midst of stuff going on, I wasn't taking care of the fundamentals. I wasn't focused on my relationship with the Lord, um, bless you again, and <laughs> And I, I don't know. I, I just I lost focus. I lost focus, and he just gave me time to, I guess, to resolidify some things in my life, to focus on him again, to trust in the Lord more than anything else, not relying on people, not relying on stuff or situations or whatever. Um, but I guess he just reminded me of how consistent he is about how great he is and how unequal his greatness is. And um, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I went through that tough year. Um, and I'm glad he brought me through that so he can remind me of that and how much, I don't know. It's, it's crazy to, to come on, I guess, on the end of a, a tough situation and see what God has brought you through and see how much he has made you stronger. Because I, I know it's not me, but I know his strength <laughs> brought me through that. And, and really, I feel like um, I've never been I've never been here <laughs> at this point in my life as far as just uh, with the Lord. So, anyway, that's it. If uh, who else? Who's Jonathan? You on deck, buddy? You're you're on the on deck row, so you're on deck. Come on up here, buddy. Listen to you too. All right, bro.
Uh, okay. Well, um, this past year has been kind of a, uh, I guess, an up and down year for me. Uh, uh, I think in the beginning part of the year, around the summertime, um, yeah, I went through some health problems. I think that was when uh, Josh and when Josh's brothers came, because uh, I got an infection in my leg uh, from a shot. Um, I think that was this year. It's all kind of blended in, but um, God showed me that he has my health in his hands. And I've just, that part, I mean, that's cool. I mean, I know God's right there with me, but it's just, I struggle uh, with, you know, just myself. And I have these reminder cards of who I am in Christ. And every day it's a struggle to like myself, I still am, uh, you know, I was at work the other day, uh, and I printed out cards, and I got a new job this year, uh, besides working up here at Parkview. I work for my grandfather doing computer work, which is something I love doing. It's one of my pride and joys, because I've had a knack for them ever since 1992, when I got my first computer. Uh, of course, that was my little project tour. But uh, God's just, through me and up and down, just show me how he's still there for me, even though uh, it's a struggle sometimes to see God. But i got to force myself to, you know, to put him in my face so I can see him because the devil likes to, you know, just cloud things and make it to where you can't see God. And, uh, well... Another blessing is I got my eyesight back from the cataract surgery, so that's a big plus for me. Um, but it's just there are things that is around me that I should see God, and I should see all the blessings every day, but it's just like trying to uncloud my head is a daily struggle. But uh, I've had a lot of you guys being there for me, and I just want to thank you all, and I'm done. I'm just thank you all. I love y'all. Thank you, only on that. Thanks, Jonathan. Um, I just want to thank y'all for being a church that my, my family could come to. Um, most of my family is not saved. Um, you know, and some members have rolled through here and have rolled through my community group, and I'm very thankful for that. It's between them and God if they choose to get accept Christ, but uh, that's it. Hey, y'all. My name is Lauren. Um, Kara said to speak on behalf of her, um, so I'm speaking on behalf of both of us. I have a sister, Karis. Um, we're twins. And we used to go to church here, um, but we moved away in August, and we live in Charleston, South Carolina now, and we're doing collegiate ministry work at IBCM. Um, and I guess a lot of changes happened. We both graduated in May, moved up in August, and um, we're kind of like interns there. Um, semester missionaries is the correct term. Um, and just a lot... Uh, 
we've both, I guess, just learned a lot. Um, basically, our job is basically just have as much coffee with as many college girls as we can, and which is a good job, but just form relationships and share Christ. At the same time, I wake up, and all the time I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. I don't. I, just, I feel in my life right now it's the most uncertain and unsure and unstable time because, I mean, I kind of know what I'm doing until May, but, I mean, I can stay in Charleston. I can do other stuff. Um, I think me and Karis are kind of both in that same spot. Um, but I think at the same time, God is stable and steady and constant and there. Um, the first week we went up to Charleston, like three days later, we traveled to North Carolina to Ridgecrest. And um, we listened to, we were, it was like collegiate week or something. It's like Glorietta for the East Coast. And um, we listened to one guy who like really, I think, made an impression. Um, he spoke about the certain uncertainty of faith. And it may not be that we have this amazing faith and um we know what we're doing, and we have the Christian life figured out because I know I don't at all. And um, but it's just our faith and who God is and what who He says He is and all that stuff. Um, so I think that and a million things more that I could talk about forever. Um, and also another thing that I think I've realized so much since I've been gone is how like sweet this place is—the ring, the church. Just um, I saw the website like while I was gone. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Um, we live in the place that has the oldest Baptist uh, association. We have the first Southern Baptist church that ever existed. It's in Charleston. It still has, like, the doors on the pews. We had to, like, pay money and walk in. So there's a lot of, like, tradition and, um, like, Baptist people there. (laughs) There's good stuff. There's good stuff, too. But we live downtown in the heart of it all. Um, And it's, like, good to know that places like this are existing around. And um, we miss it. We miss the worship and the teaching and everything. So... I don't know, it's, it, this is a sweet place, and so we're just, we're still trying to find a church, um, but we really treasure the times that we had here, so I think that's it. Anybody next? I'm going to be real quick. Um, my ch- search for a church, um, because of me being lazy, took about um, nine years <laughs> since I moved to Baton Rouge. And this is just about, um, I guess, about a year and just a few months for when I decided to make this my church. And I think that's just really been a blessing that I've seen happen just over and over all year long. And um, just seeing like things that we've been together as a church body and like a lot of turnover and like people that I've known for like 10 years and just kind of watching how all that's fallen into place. And now I lead a community group who blesses me every day. And um, I recently had a lot of, not a lot, but some health problems and um, just seeing how I was supported and prayed for and encouraged was just wonderful and everything turned out great. And just thankful for that and for just the church body as a whole. And um, I don't think they're here, any of the staff except Jonathan. Jess was here. But I'm always encouraged by them and how um, this is just really their life and, like, what they want to do. And I just think that we all need to um, continue to pray for them. I'm sure they're somewhere in the 30-day lineup. But um, that's it.
Hey, everybody. Um, I guess I'd be a little remiss if I didn't get up here and tell you all how blessed my life has been this past year. About a year and a half ago, um, for those of you who don't know, we lost our unborn child at six months into the pregnancy. And around last Thanksgiving, I think we found out we were um, going to have our another baby. So um, this time last year, we were kind of just full of emotions, still in period of grief and just anxiety and fear and um, just excitement about what was to come for the next year. And um, just, you know, it was a lot of trust. It was a lot of um, just people in our lives just reminding us that God is going to get us through this. And he's just, he's just brought us the joy of our life. <laughs> more than I ever could imagine, more than I could have ever seen coming so I'm just very grateful for that and very thankful. So um, for those of you who are going through tragedy or going through anything just rough, just know that in just a short amount of time, he's going to bring you through it and bless you more than you ever could know. So that's it. Hi, I'm Jenny. Oh, I did not want to come up here, but I am um, at a really high this year and got married. And we've been married for about four months, and my husband's working fireworks right now, um, and he has been all day. Um, but I just wanted to share with y'all, um, it was such a, a high to get married to Joel because he's just the best man I've ever met. And um, about a month into it, my parents dropped a bomb that they wouldn't be able to pay for all the student loans they took out for me to go to college and gave us that, you know, burden because they had enough burden to deal with. And so Joel just told me, he's like, well, obviously God thinks we can handle it or he wouldn't have given it to us. And at the time I was just like, whatever, Joel, because <laughs> I just, it was my parents and it just, we had such a great relationship and it really put a strain on it for a while, but um, anyway, um, just dealing with it, I've grown a lot, and um, for Christmas, I was like, well, it's Christmas, so I don't want to spend any money, because we, we budgeted very, you know, sparingly, but, um, and so we even got a Christmas tree from um, some friends, because they were like, you cannot have a Christmas tree your first Christmas. Christmas and ornaments, thanks to Tori and Brad, and um, we didn't have hooks, so we like made out of paper clips and twisty ties, <laughs> but it's just making a memory is what we said, so um, but anyway, I had a dream um, the night before we went to my, my aunt's house for Christmas, and I dreamed that we got $450, 
And so I woke up, and I was just like, man, only that was real. So we get to my Carla's, and um, my other aunt told us that we weren't doing presents this year, that we were going to donate to a needy family. And so I was like, oh, I'm the money to donate. (laughs) So I was just like, oh, how selfish am I? So after me and Joel put our our sad amount of cash into this Santa jar, uh, my Aunt Linda said, um, the neediest family this year is Jenny and Joel. <laughs> so um, I didn't want to say anything about the dream because I was like, you know, how cool is that? And um, we got in the car and we started counting all the money and um, the exact amount in the Santa jar was $450, not including our $20 we put in. <laughs> so um, that was the, just I couldn't believe it. I was like, did I dream I dreamt that, or did I really dream it? But it was a very vivid dream. And um, and then we went to um, his mom's house for their Christmas, and um, Grandma Ruth, uh, she works at Parkview, and she gave us an envelope and said that, you know, someone um, felt they needed to give us, you know, just some extra money. And, you know, no one really knows anything. It's been kind of secretive. Community group's been really awesome about supporting us. But um, it's just a great reminder that God, like, is in it. He has his hand in it. And it's just, it was a really great reminder not to, not to worry because everything, like Joel said, he gave it to us for a reason. And we're being stretched. We're, getting, we're definitely growing closer as a couple. Um, so in a way, I'm thankful for it. So that's it. Hey y'all, uh, my name is uh, Matt, and um, when I look back on uh, on this year, um, I kind of see it as one of those um, foundational times that you have um, in, in your Christian walk. Um, uh, it's been, I guess, the best word to describe it is more of just sanctification. Um, uh, and it's not so much; it wasn't so much due to external circumstances um, as to just the Lord just really putting His finger on some areas in uh, in my life that. I've been present for for a long, a long time, and I didn't really realize it. Um, issues with like anxiety and uh, and just really uh, other stuff that I really didn't realize were there. Um, and so, um, and just looking back on the year, I can definitely say that it's been one of the it was one of the tougher times in my life, just because I couldn't really find an answer for a lot of stuff that was going on for for a long time, and um, uh, just dealt with a lot of just confusion and. I um, was wondering why things were affecting me like they were, and um, but um, on on the other side of things, uh, where I'm at right now, I can I can really just look back and and see um, just the the character that the Lord was developing, um, that um, uh, the the Christ-like character that He uh, was just developing in me, and um, just really stretching me in, in a lot of areas that I didn't really want to be stretched in, to tell you the truth, um, but. Um, it's just been it's just been really a really sweet year. I mean, just looking looking at it from from where I'm at now and seeing how faithful the Lord was in in spite of um, times when I, I really couldn't see uh, His hand, really even question His presence, question if uh, if He was even there at all, question His existence, all that stuff. 
um, seeing uh, his his faithfulness and just the reminders that that he would continue to give me um, throughout those times were just and it's just un- unbelievable and it's something that um, that really I know I'll look back on in, in years to come and just really um, will be able to um, uh, draw strength from uh, and in future times whenever uh, I go through other stuff because I'm sure that um, other stuff will come up uh, but um, it's just more of an encouragement for for, for y'all out there, just um, just to know that in, in the times when uh, things don't make sense, in the times when um, uh, you don't uh, feel his presence, you don't uh, feel him there, that he's, he's there, and that um, uh, a lot of that is, uh, is part of his, um, uh, his purpose for us, um, his, his growth in us, his uh, sanctification. And uh, so anyway, just as more of an encouragement for y'all um, that... Uh, that he is there, and he is faithful, and, and he does love us um, more than more than we can imagine. So um, I know that sounds cliche a lot of times, but it's it's, it's the truth. And to really just sit on that and really think about that, um, it's just really um, it, it really has a, an incredible effect on you. So anyway, um, that's it. Uh, hi, I'm Jacob, and this is actually my second time coming here. Um, my friend Omar was the one that encouraged me to come up here, and I kind of wanted to get a lot off my chest. Um, you know, I, I'm really new to being a Christian. I've never, uh, I, I grew up in a church, but I, I didn't really ever have a relationship with God. And my life was one that kind of took a turn for the worse. And I'll try to be quick because it's really you know, important to describe what, my, what I went through. I got depressed maybe three years ago. Uh, had a lot of problems happening in my family, a few deaths. And I turned to gambling. And the most difficult thing about it was I, I gambled away money that I didn't have. I borrowed money to gamble, student loans and things. Got into such debt that it got me in trouble. And... Um, then I did something that was really stupid, and I uh, actually I went to a uh, store and burglarized it, or attempted to, and got caught. And uh, then I was arrested, put in jail, and for four days I was in jail without bond, and my dad finally found out. I was too ashamed to even call my dad and let him know what had happened. And while I was in jail... This nice old man who was in the same section as I was, he gave me a little pocket New Testament. And there wasn't much to do other than read. And I read, and I read, and I read. And I just fell in love with God at that point in my life. And I felt like there was a way to start over. And for the first time in my life, probably, I I actually felt, like I had a chance to start over. And I was, I, I mean, I, I had a lot to face, and I went to court and everything and got that straightened out, but I actually saw God working in my life. I actually saw things, good things happening to me for the first time in my life that I had never thought was possible. And so I guess to conclude, 
Um, I'm here uh, about six months having been sober of gambling and sober of uh, any type of sin. I mean, I'm not saying I haven't sinned, but I understand that God has has helped me, and I've actually hated who I was in sin. And I think uh, I just want to thank God for, for that. I mean, I can't describe it other than just the way Jesus has come into my life. And so, uh, and, you know, I've been looking for a nice church, so this is kind of the, the best place I've found so far. That's it. Hi, I'm Debbie, if you don't know. Um, there's been so much this last year. and uh, But for me, the biggest thing is this church. Um, when, I, when we became a church, I started praying every day that, um, that the ring be his heart. And I've just seen that come about this year. Where I mean I'm 42 years old and been in a lot of churches and never really seen a church behave the way that they're supposed to and to live in community. And <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I kind of inherited three little boys. Um, and I do a paper out at night and for the last seven weeks and for however long. Uh, someone from this church comes to my house at 1.30 in the morning so that I can go do the paper out. And, uh, I mean, it was a huge deal, you know. And uh, I have a 13-year-old daughter that, you know, she's seeing her standards for church behavior are going to be so stinking high having grown up in this church that she's probably never going to be able to leave. And uh, they took care of Christmas for the boys and for us. And, I mean, it's just been one thing after another. I've had people that I don't even know, I didn't even know them, show up at my house to help organize and clean. And I just am so thankful for this church. And, uh, I just hope that you guys know how thankful I am because sometimes I'm a little overwhelmed. <laughs> I don't know what to say. And it's hard sometimes to receive so much. But I just want you to know how thank- thankful I am for everybody that's helped us and that's really, like, helping me, you know, right now raise these kids. So thank you. I'm uh, John, and uh, I'm 27, and that makes me, I guess, old in a way, uh, simply because I've, I've been here now going to the ring for uh, eight years, which, which, is, which is a pretty long time. But um, 
it's, it's just amazing to me, and I've seen it more this past year than I have uh, in any other year, that what we set out to do seven or eight years ago, and the prayers that we were praying, and the, and the, and the things that we felt like God was, was calling us to be, um, are starting to, to come to fruition. And I can't tell you how much of a blessing that is to me. And, and Rodney and a couple other people can probably tell you, I, I can remember uh, sitting in, in D'Angelo's seven or eight years ago talking about how we wanted to be a church uh, that was a community where people didn't just come to church um, to, to hear a good message or uh, to hear a funny pastor or to hear a good, a good guitar player, but we wanted people to come to a church where they could invest in each other's lives and that they could see the love of Christ through each other. And to hear people like Debbie come up and, and, and give testimony that that is happening, it's just such a, such a blessing, blessing to me to, to be a part of that, to say that, I, that, that I'm a part of, of a church where, where people are loved and where people are accepted. And, and, and we're not perfect uh, by any means, but I really believe that, that God is, is, is leading us where he wants us to go. And I, I just can't tell you how, how, how grateful I am because I, I guess I've, I've been around a while and, you know, I've got friends here that, that I feel accepted by, but I've gotten married in, a year and a half ago and this group has just accepted my wife. And she's a cool girl, so she, you know, she... She did a lot of that herself, but this group has just opened their arms to her. I mean, the girls in my community group are over here. They've just, they've loved on her and made her feel a part of that community, and it just means the world to me. So um, here's to 2008. Uh, I have a couple of things. Um... I've been an uncle for four years now, and my sister was pregnant again uh, this past year. And uh, one day, two months before the baby was due, I get a call from my other sister. She's like, Amanda's on her way to the hospital. She had, they have to take the baby. Two months premature. So I get off the phone. I was like, all right, trying to let it sink in. And like literally like two minutes later, she calls back. And they're like, they took, she, they took the baby. She's fine. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Well, that's cool. I didn't have a chance to, like, get my emotions up or anything. Um, but so she was two months premature, and, like, people asked me later on, like, like, are you okay with it? And I was like, I guess. I didn't really have a chance to get upset about my sister having to go to the hospital or anything. So, yeah, I'm fine. Um, but it was just a blessing to see the baby being taken, like, just out of the blue, like she had no complications with the first birth or anything. And then this happens all of a sudden. And uh, we were worried, but they were like, if they would have taken the baby like a minute or two later, they wouldn't have got it. So it was, I, God had to have his hand in it for, for Riley to even be alive today. Um, but just over the holidays, being able to have Riley there, just like, I mean, she's really tiny. She's basically two months old, even though she's really four months old. Um, but to see her there and like just the family be able to see her and love on her, it's just an amazing testament to God. And I can already see it working on my sister and brother-in-law, um, just like working on their hearts, even though they might, they may not even realize it. It's just an amazing blessing. And I really, it was the 
prayers of the community group and stuff that helped helped it happen. And uh, the second thing is I'm engaged to Sarah, and uh, that's just really exciting to me. And um, can't wait for 2008. Uh, it'll be amazing to uh, and to see all the families around. It's really good to see him uh, grow a church by within instead of having to. We obviously need to bring people from outside in, but the best way to spread the word is to have a family and to raise your kids up correctly. So it's good to see that. And, uh, that's it. Anybody else? I'd like to bring up one from a, I guess, a, a long-distance church family member. Um, I think he'd be up here right now. Is uh, I don't know if you remember, or most of you do. If you don't, it's okay. Uh, T and Rebecca and Cooper Lusk. Um, again, <clears throat> just to see some, to remind you about some other things that guy's been doing. Uh, I guess about a year and a, a month ago, Cooper was born. Um, healthy baby, and I guess he was, the doctors were, were saying some things that he wouldn't, I don't know, they were saying some bad stuff. And and he's fine. <laughs> they said he wouldn't, he, he might not ever get to throw a ball with his dad. <clears throat> And he's fine. You know, he's now meeting those baby goals. <laughs> you know, he might be a little bit behind schedule from what he is now, but he's progressing like he's supposed to. And, and it's just, again, it's cool to see God's bigger uh, than situations like that. He's bigger than what the doctors say. You know, he, he's bigger than all that stuff. And I, I tell you, it's been... It's been amazing just to just just to sit here for a little while and listen to the stuff that God has done in people's lives, the the hard stuff that God has brought you through, the 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 good parts, <laughs> the coming out of the storm, uh, and seeing the rainbow, if you will, if you want to use that analogy, uh, because I like rainbows and they're pretty. And when you're <laughs> sorry, but for real. I guess there was this one time that um, I went on a mission trip to Jamaica, and uh, it, it was we we're all on this porch, and you can see the ocean and stuff. And you see this storm uh, really just kind of roll in off the ocean, and uh, it's just crazy looking because you see the lightning, and it's not on you, and then all of a sudden the storm's on you, you know, uh, before you even realize it, and then. It would pass, and uh, the sun would come out, and it was just amazing. Uh, the water that's so clear, and there would be a rainbow, you know. And as cheesy as that may be, you know, it's been awesome to hear about the storms that have rolled in on people's lives this year. And uh, <laughs> the hand of God still being on your life. 
just because of storms, you know, in your life or tough stuff's going on doesn't mean that God's hand isn't on your life. Man, I tell you, it's a blessing to hear, you know, what he's doing. Moving people all over the place, even though it's hard <laughs> to not lose friends, but to see friends move away. But to see him, but to see those friends following Christ. To see God's hand still on people's lives, not just here, but all over. To see, you know, God come through <laughs> again when doctors say, you know, you might not have a baby. And then you have one. <laughs> and he's beautiful. So I, I tell you, <clears throat> I'm going to ask the band to come back up. Um, and we're going to take a little bit of time just to just to pray. Um, let, let's let's not <laughs> just be excited about uh, popping fireworks and you know hanging out with people and you know doing what you do on New Year's. But let's let's remember what he's done this year and let's be excited. You know, and get pumped up about what he's going to do. Because I tell you, we get we get pumped up. We were pumped up when we found out LSU is going to the national championship game. People were pumped up. I'm sure some of you, if you were in your living room and you saw that, you probably yelled. And, and I know, I know, man, it's, it's a football game, bro. It's a football game. You gotta, you gotta yell. How often do you yell about the excitement that you get thinking about what God's going to do in your life? I, I know I could do that more. I know I can get pumped up more. What's well, this? It's a stadium. Man, I, I want God to hear me, <laughs> not just my thoughts. But I want to yell, you know, and I want to get pumped up more than somebody scores a touchdown about what he's doing and where he's taking this church and how huge he is. So, and maybe you don't need to, I don't know, take a Christian flag and run around your living room. Maybe you don't need to do that. But let's not, let's not be timid about rejoicing before the Lord. Let's not be timid about what he's going to do. Um, so I'm going to ask you just to bow your heads. I'm just going to give you a, a few minutes and I'm gonna, uh, and pray and we're going to sing some more. Um, and, then we'll, and then we'll chat a little bit more. But just take a few minutes just to pray, you know, about where God, God is leading us, where God is leading you, what God is going to be doing in your life this year.
Lord, I just thank you so much, Father, for um, for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you're going to do, Father. Lord, I, I just ask that you would just truly um, guide our hearts, guide our minds, Lord, guide our attitudes, guide our words, guide our thoughts, Father God. Guide where we look, Lord God, guide what uh, we place in our paths to listen. Lord, just guide guide us in every aspect of who we are, Father God. Remind us every day of who we are in you, and that is our true identity. Lord, show us that in the midst of life and in the midst of hard stuff and good stuff and not fun stuff and whatever. Lord, that you are still God. Lord, that your hand whether we move, whether we're chilling, whether job stuff happens, good or bad, Lord, that your hand is still over us. Lord, and that I ask that you would just truly show us how to take refuge in you. So, Lord, just um, we just really pray this new year in. Lord, that it uh, really is your year. Lord, that we live like that every single day, Lord, that we will take it one day at a time. And that we will stay focused on you, Lord, that we do thank you so much for giving us a community that will help us do that. That we will work and live together and struggle together and rejoice together, Lord, and that we will... And that we want a more intimate relationship with you for your glory. I just thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.